there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Hello, hello. I am Tanya Wright, and I want to welcome you to the Natural Homeschool Show. I have the naturalhomeschool.com, shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com, and I am the creator of the Montessori Way Foundations Framework. I have been homeschooling my children for over a decade now, and it has been quite a learning experience. So I said, hey, why not help others learn how to do it themselves as well? So here I am. I do these shows for podcasts and for live trainings that I love to share tips and share with everyone. So share if you have any homeschoolers in your life that are just starting or that are in a rut or are kind of lost right now. So they can also find benefit in this. Today's topic is very important and it's episode 44, tips for teaching at home. But first, I want to invite you to two of my Facebook groups. I am so excited about it. If you are a homeschooler, no matter what, method you use in your homeschool and even if you are completely clueless feel free to join simply go to facebook and in the search window type the natural homeschool community and you are going to find the group then request to join and there you will be then if you are strictly montessori like i said i am also specializing in montessori and helping those that love that method if you're curious about it or you are actually implementing it Feel free to join the Montessori Way prep room, and that is going to give you all kinds of tips and tricks and activities and ideas and lessons that are Montessori specifically. Feel free to join both, and you will be on your way to success. And one last thing before I get started, if you are interested in receiving the weekly emails with more homeschool information, then feel free to join here as well. You go to the naturalhomeschool.com slash weekly emails, all one word, weekly emails, okay? And you're going to be able to sign up to receive additional information that I don't get to cover in these trainings, but that will be very, very helpful for you, all right? So let's get started with today's topic. Find more tips for teaching at home at the naturalhomeschool.com. Remember, it is very important that you always find important topics and important resources that will help you um, that will help you learn and that will help you win when you are going to be teaching at home. All right. Let me find this this slide that we're going to start with. There you go. All right. Homeschooling rocks. Tips for teaching at home. I am so excited about this. Teaching at home can be daunting, but it doesn't have to. If you have the right information, of course, whether you are needing kindergarten homeschool ideas or have elementary children or a kid in high school, you can be successful. Home education is great. And that is the truth. It is hard, but it is great. It is the best decision that I have made personally. It is much better than public school, private school, and even online school. This is my personal opinion, of course, but I do feel that many share this sentiment with me. Traditional school doesn't offer as many freedoms to do things that you really want to do or that your children, the passions that your children really want to follow. There is such a great way to do homeschooling right while being successful. 
If you are looking to becoming a centered, organized homeschooling parent, nurture happy, independent children, and you want to create smooth, successful homeschool days, then you are in the right place. Let me know in comments what you think about this topic, what you have applied, what you have tried that worked, what you have tried that didn't work, and if you have any questions as I get into this training. But let me tell you, in this training, we are going to focus on nine important tips for teaching at home that will help you so much starting today. Keep them in mind and close to your heart because they can make all the difference in your homeschool journey. I want to highly recommend that you, as you watch and listen, that you take notes. You will want this information again, okay? You can also save this page in your browser if you want to uh, come back to it later or you want to share with your friends, all right? So let's get started. Number one, prepare in advance. If you expect to teach your children at home, look at the curriculum in advance and prepare lessons for the weeks ahead if possible. Opt for content that's easily accessible online in a variety of ways such as libraries and websites. Education research doesn't have to take forever or be boring though. Make it a fun experience for you. Just grab a drink or a snack, sit down in silence and have um, your children not interrupt you as you go through it to decide what the best curriculum will be for your children. Keep it simple and light. I personally recommend that when you're starting, you plan a few days at a time so that you can assess and decide what works best moving forward. You don't even have to buy a curriculum at the beginning. You're trying to get to know your children. You're trying to get your children to de-school if they were part of a school already. You want them to be successful without bringing in their baggage from the schools that they were at. And if you are starting, you don't want the stress of jumping into a curriculum that you spent hundreds of dollars on and you don't even know if it's actually going to be a good match for your children. So I would say as you do your research, it might take weeks, it might take months, that is okay. You can still do some simple review activities with children that you can prepare in advance without taking too much of your time. So you spend more time observing your children, getting to know their learning styles, and also to research all of the curricula out there. Don't forget that you can use resources such as the naturalhomeschool.com to give you some free printables and, and ideas for lessons, but you can also ask friends in the natural homeschool community and on Facebook if you join that group about different curricula and what they think about each that you are looking at, okay? Number two, set up starting times. It is always a good practice to set up a routine on how you start your day. Set time when you and your children can touch base to set your day up for success. You really do want to set yourself up for success in your day. Your school year starts whenever you want in most states. So you can teach your children in many different ways. Some families homeschool year round and take breaks as needed. Others homeschool four days a week, but work longer hours. Yet others decide to start at any time and work until they're done with their day's work. I want to say that there are others that like to do nine weeks on and a week off or two weeks off and nine weeks on and two weeks off. Some people go all of fall and just take a day or two off and then take all of December off and then do all of the uh, first half of the year, the calendar year, taking a few days off, but then they take all of July off. So in the end, they end up taking all of July and all of December off. You can play around with whatever works for you. 
personally, I have tried almost everything. And I want to say that for my children and our family, homeschooling year round works best for us, really. Um, it, it's just harder when we take longer breaks to get back into the routine or when we take breaks. It, it just takes my children longer to get back into a routine. And the least amount of breaks that we take, the better. But when we do take breaks, they tend to be longer breaks. Usually when we go out of town for a week or when we have family visiting, we take a week off and things like that. Additionally, we decided to be a part of two different homeschool co-ops. Those are groups, right, that are outside the home. So we really end up studying at home three days a week. That limits our time on how much we can get done at home. And so that really needed a little bit of an adjustment in when our day starts, when our day ends, what is going to be included in the day and all of that good stuff. Also, I have found that sticking to a starting time for us is 9, 9 a.m. helps us start the day right and keep up the motivation and momentum until we are done. This also helps us to be done early enough for my children to have almost all afternoon free to play. Number three, schedule break times. The first two weeks will be focused on getting into a routine, but after that, you will want to find how long children can go before they need a break. Things can fall apart quickly if you don't pay attention to when children need to rest, relax, or change their activity. Learning fun things can definitely help children stay engaged and involved in learning. Changing up activities will also keep children from getting bored or to check out mentally and stop the learning process. That will make you waste your time. But it is also important to understand that children have shorter attention spans, and that is just a natural reality. The younger children are, the shorter their attention spans are. So they will need brain breaks. Brain breaks can be completely stopping all things academic and heading outside, go eat lunch or craft activities that do not require a lot of thinking skills. Another way of giving children brain breaks can be to do hands-on things such as science experiments or video lessons. They can also practice their music if they take piano lessons or an instrument. Anything that takes their mind off of the academics for a few minutes. Number four, Set up a work area. Set up a comfortable, well-lit and designated for work. A well-lit area is very important. Avoid working from the couch or bed. When it is time to relax, your brain might find it hard to shut off school thoughts. So keep these areas separate. Academic areas specific for, air for academics and relaxing areas specific for relaxing. Your school day will flow so much better if you have a dedicated area for each. A quote, a homeschool quote that I wanted to share for this point is, when the atmosphere encourages learning, the learning is inevitable. And this quote is by Elizabeth Foss. I totally agree with that quote. Number five, include daily life skills. Educating well-rounded individuals is important. So include activities in your lessons that will help them be more independent and confident. Try cooking woodworking, mechanics, sewing, grilling, yard work, gardening, anything. Homeschooling children have more opportunities to help with chores and these kinds of life skills around the home. So instead of sending your children over to play video games while you prepare a snack for them, or you are sewing something, or you are doing laundry, get them involved in the process. There is even homeschool curricula for some of these things, for like learning kitchen skills cooking, baking, you will find so helpful.
But remember that not only will your life be easier when your children are more independent and are able to do these kinds of things on their own, but they will be able to do so much more as adults as well. I have another homeschool quote. This one is by W.E.B. Dubois. Education must not simply teach work, it must teach life. That is very, very true. Point number six, include bonding activities. Above anything else, you are educating your children at home so that they can be closer to you and learn from you. The thing is that they are learning from you that it's just so much more than academics. So come up with ideas to bond and be friends, not only with you, but with their siblings. Trust me, do not underestimate how important this is because they are family, classmates, friends, and more to each other. Have strong relationships that can last a lifetime. And it starts in childhood. When we homeschool, we're keeping the big picture in mind, not just the here and now. We're looking at the future. What kind of a relationship do we want our children to have with us and with each other? We need to remember that. A quote by Jessica Pilton goes really well with this section. When we are connected, when we feel heard, when we feel like we aren't being force-fed an education, that's when real, passionate, fiery learning takes place. Remember, children need to feel safe and need to be, feel comfortable in order for that guard to be let down and they can actually let learning into their brains and into their lives. So create those bonding experiences. Number seven, be flexible. Be empathetic of the unique situation that you will be together all the time all the time, literally, or almost literally. This will require patience and unique adjustments on everyone, not just you. If your children need special support, be open to their unique needs. Find ways to get creative and make collaborative activities a regular thing in your homeschool. It will come in handy when your children have learned to be part of a team and do teamwork. Remember that children learn in so many ways, not just through academics. A quote by Lauren Hutton says, anything, everything can be learned if you can just get yourself in a little patch of real ground, real nature, real wood, real anything, and just sit and watch. It is so true. It is so beautiful to just sit and watch your children get creative, come up with fun ideas, to build forts, to build. My children like to play a game called Floor is Lava, where they put things all over cushions and toys and things all over the floor and they have to get from point a to point b by using those little stepping things instead of the floor they cannot touch the floor and it's really fun it's almost like an obstacle course but a little different number eight have fun have fun remember that you are all about learning but you are to keep in mind that learning is all-encompassing this just kind of rounds up several of the points that i have been giving above where you do more than academics. Learning is all-encompassing. It includes life. Learning happens all the time, so make it fun. Think of learning strategies, such as hands-on materials that are entertaining for the children. Spend time with them. A quote by Dr. A. Witham says, children spell love, T-I-M-E. 
So don't see teaching your children, homeschooling your teaching as a chore, but see it as a part of life. You don't, see, uh, you don't say, I have to homeschool my children. You say, I get to homeschool my children. That one switch of a word makes all the difference in the train of thought that you have and the message that you are sending to your children. You don't say, I have to, like it's an obligation, but you get to, like it's a privilege, like it's a gift. So number nine, find good online resources. So last but not least, don't forget that a good, strong human connection is important for support in your homeschooling journey. That's why I'm inviting you to the Facebook groups, the Natural Homeschool Community, and also the Montessori Way Prep Room if you are curious about Montessori or if you are doing Montessori in your homeschool. But you also need a strong connection with great online resources. So I want to invite you to join... Um, our community and be a part of the naturalhomeschool.com. Come make it your go-to resource. Go to shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com as well. So it's the naturalhomeschool.com for the blog with lessons, ideas, activities, printables, etc. And then you add shop dot at the beginning for shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com and you will get some resources, some great bundles for different topics and subjects that you won't want to miss. Don't forget that you also go to thenaturalhomeschool.com and on the main page, you're going to see that you can take some homeschooling assessments and that those assessments will help you. The homeschool assessment will give you an idea on that on eight there are many, many different homeschooling methods, but I chose the main eight that are out there. And I chose to uh, create like a quiz or an assessment to help you see based on your personality and your children's personality, which method would be the best fit for you. Now, if you are doing Montessori or you're curious, you're wanting to start Montessori, you can take the Montessori assessment and that one is going to put you at one of four levels in terms of knowledge and application of the philosophy. And then you go from there because I send you some free resources after the Montessori assessment that will give you more important information when it comes to um, the learning experience in using the Montessori method or the Montessori philosophy, whichever one you want to call it. And so this is the end of today's training. I just want to thank you so much for being here. And don't forget to share this if you find it important and interesting and helpful. Make sure that you share this with your friends that are also thinking about homeschooling or that are new to homeschooling or any homeschooler out there, because these tips are going to help everyone, whether they have been homeschooling for a while and they are stuck in a rut and need a little refreshing and a little encouragement, a little motivation, or if you are brand new and don't know where to start, here are some really great starting points. Well, that's it for now, but I hope to see you again soon in another one of these trainings. Bye. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose The Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with thenaturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.